Welcome to podcast 179 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Doop. I'm joined by Curti. I'm joined by Dave, and I'm joined by Joe. Welcome, gents. Hello. Hi, Matt. Good evening. Good evening, indeed. Right, let's get started with our save focus. Kurt Dizzle, it's uh, it's your focus this week. Um, the master of the quiz has been written down. Kurt is. Uh, you, you've briefly I did my tinkered. Last week, <laughs> you, <laughs> uh, you retired for a, a bit, I believe. Uh, but you've briefly tinkered with your save on stream. But as you've alluded to on previous pods, you've been playing a lot over the festive break. I know we're a bit past the festive break now, but update us on uh, what's been going on at the villa. Or should that be at the villa? At the villa. <laughs> Um, good bad things. Uh, well, so I'm 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 now in the fifth season, right? So um, first season, I think the majority of the first season I played on stream. Um, we didn't really sign anyone. We picked up a few freebies uh, when like Wilshire, Sturridge, uh, and Simeonovic were uh, available. So, um, didn't sign anyone, but managed to finish fourth. Um, Bertrand Traore was like an absolute god, uh, playing him as an advanced forward. Didn't it kind of happened by accident through injury, uh, and just people being unavailable and sort of stuck him up top for a couple of games. And he, he, he bagged a few goals and, and made the position his own for that season and the second season, really. Um, so yeah, managed to finish fourth in that first season. Um, quite a low point scoring season, so it's uh, it very fortunate. But you know, it's always a bonus financially to get Champions League football. Um, season two, uh, Champions League went quite well. We uh, we we got through to the quarterfinals. End up getting beat by Real Madrid. Fin- finished second in the Prem that that year. Not like anywhere near the league title winners, I think Liverpool were about 15 points clear or something. So we weren't challenging for the title, but we were in a scrap for, for that second place. Ended up winning the Carabao Cup. Um, and it was in season two that I watched uh, Lelujo's video where he had spent 100 million quid uh, with like a 1 million transfer budget. And I was just like, do you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to spend loads of money. I didn't have a big transfer budget. It was only like 20 million. Um, but ended up spending... All of the never never. Um, I think in the end it was like two hundred million quid. Um, so yeah, two hundred forty-four million in, and fifty-two million out. Um, of which brought in like some of the known, you know, a few of the known wonder kids. Sandro Tonali came in. Uh, Fabio Vieira, who I had on loan, um, he signed on a permanent deal. Um, and I, and then I raided AZ as well, who um, I had a, a save with last year. Some of the AZ boys came in: uh, Vindal, Coop Miners, uh, Badia Chile, who I had with AZ last year. So he came in. So just spent the shitloads of money that I didn't have, um, and ended up having quite a good season. Won the Carabao Cup, finished second in the Prem, got knocked out in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. So all in all, very very good um, season three. Kind of similar. I was actually in a title race this year. Didn't really spend a lot of money, but I was in a title race, um, and but ended up finishing third. Um, again, Champions League quarterfinals, so pretty good showing for ourselves there. Uh, and it, but in season four, this is kind of where I thought it was all going to come together. We were undefeated up until Christmas time, I think, um, and. Uh, B- Buadu, who was part of the AZ raid, um, at, like was bagging goals for fun. He he, he finished the the season with like 30, 30, 38 goals in thirty eight games or something stupid, forty four overall, or something crazy. But basically, season four uh, in a big title race. I, I actually uh, I was in a call with some of the boys here whilst we were at the crunch period. Um, we got knocked out in the FA Cup in the semi finals by Liverpool. Uh, the Carabao Cup got to the final and lost to Man United, finished runners up there. Uh, and then big title race uh, where I think at one point with like eight eight games to go, I was four points clear and kind of cruising, ended up drawing a couple of games. Um, and Liverpool went and won their last seven 
to basically pit me to the post right at the end. Um, so guide about that, but I did manage to get through to the Champions League final. Playing Man City, go. a team that I'd beaten twice earlier, um, and and we blew that as well. So um, no. yeah, unbelievable. That's brand that. new information to me. So uh, it was we were in we were in four competitions till the very end and ended up um, bottling everything. Um, so uh, kind of having a, not not so much a rebuild, but I've had a, a good clear out in the summer. Um, we got Tyrone Mings has finally left. He went to Tottenham. We ended up getting like 16 million for Tyrone Mings. Um, few other kind of squad players who who've, who've left. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like our eyes are on the prize this year. Cause I kind of, I feel like this has got to be the year. There's got to be the year we've, we've progressed so much over those four years. We got <clears> so <throat> close last year. Uh, and, We've started season five terribly. Um, we lost in the Community Shield against Liverpool. And uh, I think three games in, we've uh, drawn two and lost one. So maybe maybe this isn't going to be the year. I don't know. But it's, been, it's, it's a long old struggle. And like I haven't won... A, I've said this a, a thousand times now. I haven't won a, a Premier League title or a Champions League since FM17. And it's now beginning... Like I feel like the game's really trolling me now. It's beginning to do my fucking head in. So, uh, if anyone's got any advice, oh, Dave, I'd appreciate. <laughs> yeah. I'll let Duke make his point first. Just, it's just a couple of quick questions, Kurt. Yeah, just be really brief. Um, firstly, uh, you say you haven't won since 2017. You've been you've been older, shot mate. You haven't been anyone else, have you? So I can see why. Mm, well, you say that. Uh, oh, you've been Man City. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and you were Tottenham. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and you're a really good AZ. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. No, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Um, I just, I just wanted to, to, to try and. I mean, he couldn't win the Premier League with AZ. Yeah. Yeah, there is a question in there. Um, so we've obviously joked and we've in jest spoke about your system and your tactic. This year, have you decided a new system? Have you, you going with what, what, what you know and what you love, or and have you settled on a system? Uh, um, well, the last. So basically, right. And I, I'm going to clear this up now. So on stream, uh, I had um, a weird name for my... Well, it wasn't even the name for the tactic. But basically, <laughs> it all came about because I, I, I downloaded a tactic. Ooh. Right? Not used it. <laughs> Not used it. And I can, I can show you exactly the tactic I downloaded, and I can show you the tactic I was playing with. Uh, but the, it had, in, because of that, it had, like left the name. So that's why I'm getting shit for downloading tactics. However, because of that, I completely redid the system. We're just playing like a basic, keep it simple, four two three one, uh, and that is the system I've used for the last two years. Uh, and that is currently the system that I'm employing until I win something. Then I might get a bit more adventurous. I don't know. Even after uh, when did I? Uh, I won the Champions League season three. Even after that, Kurt, I did a massive revamp of my squad. And I, I like I said, I think I said to you at the time, like. I've not held, um, what's the word? I literally had it in my head. Just um, Basically, I didn't want to hold on to any players. There was no sentiment, basically, in my squad. So, like, if I saw there was a good player available, I would replace whoever in my squad. And it worked the season after. I was ruthless in the summer. Like, I just won the Champions League. I got rid of Renato Sanchez. I sold about £150 million worth of players to bring into my squad. Um, but I did a similar sort of thing to like what you said that the Lelujo video where you sort of went into it on the never ever. But the thing is, if you're selling players and still getting good finishes in the Premier League, you're still getting the money in anyway to cover those instalments that you probably planned for years ahead. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm not. I'm not like bringing in loads of cash. Like the, you know, yeah, I've, yeah. I've been kind of like in profit most most years, but it was just that one <laughs> year I decided to just spunk the load, spunk yeah. a load of money, um, and. You know, like I've 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 done some pretty good business. Like we've still got some of the old original Villa players in the squad. We've still got Grealish. We've still got uh, McGinn. We've still got Douglas Louise. You know, there's a few still kicking around. But like I've tried to buy, obviously with the Brexit stuff, I've tried to buy yeah. British where I can. So I picked up like James Madison for 25 million. Um, Declan Rice is in. Um, yeah. You know, like I've I've tried to sort of keep the 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 spine of the club very much British. Um, so, like, I feel like the business I've done is good, 
But have um, you gone for anything, anybody world class? Have you looked at that market yet, or not really? Have you, no, or you been almost scared to spend the money? Yeah, not really. Like there was, um, I can't remember who it was now. There was someone I was sniffing around in the summer, um, but like, like Gre- I think Grealish. I've managed to renegotiate Grealish's contract because I was paying him. I think he had he had like a sixty grand appearance fee or something stupid. <laughs> So I've managed to like whittle that down, but he's 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 my highest paid player on 140 grand a week, and wow. um, I, I I'm reluctant to kind of go over that. Like we're just about getting the finances in 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 order now. So like my projection now has me in profit because I think having sustained Champions League football is always always a good thing, um, and I've managed to sort of avoid. You know, at one point, well, after I, that year, that summer, I spent all that money. At one point, it was it was looking pretty bleak for our finances. Um, so I don't really want to now go and just you know uh, sort of break the wage structure and what have you, unless I absolutely have to. Because um, mm. you know we've still we've got some good like young players in the squad, like Thiago Almada's in there, um, Buendia's in there. He's a decent player. Like we've just bought um, Adarabio from Fulham in the summer. Well, um, he, he, you know, he's PA, right? I think there was a, a, whoa, a bug. Whoa, whoa, he's mad. Yeah, it, sorry, I thought you, was, I thought you I know. said something wrong then. <laughs> um, his PA apparently was like ridiculously high on the first version of the game. Well, I'm, this is a beta, like this was a yeah, starting yeah, yeah, the beta. Yeah, yeah. So you'll so. have it. Apparently there was some saves that he was turning out to be like England's best centre half. He is really. Um, he's twenty six yeah, now. Had, he's not been capped, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But so they've had to. I, I know they've amended that on a recent update. I okay, think. but I mean, he's, he's very, very good. Um, yeah. And like I say, Boadu, like last season, was just insane. It was absolutely bonkers. Um, I always like Boadu because I play with an advanced forward quite often anyway, and because he's both footed, um, you can play him either side or you know, or on his own or whatever. But yeah, last year he got forty four goals in thirty eight starts. Um, finished like European top goal scorer, obviously Premier League top goal scorer, all that. So, but I just felt like last year was an absolute killer. It was, it was, uh, it was tough to take, getting so close to all four trophies and then blowing them all. On your transfers, obviously you said you bought some of the uh, AZ players in. Mm. Have you bought any Feyenoord players in? No, no, no. I did wonder if. If there was anyone that had taken your fancy, and you thought, oh, I'll have him. No, or the was only, his team just that shit? The, yeah. <laughs> the only other Dutch player that... I, I mean, there's Gravenberch, obviously, who went to Real Madrid... Uh, not Real Madrid. Uh, Man City for like 100 and something, 30 million or something stupid. But the only other Dutch player that would have interested me was um, Itarin, Itarin yeah, from class. PSV. Um, but again, I was kind of priced out of that move as well. Because um, you know the, the thing is, with with Villa, it's like you, you. It's only now, really, I'm kind of getting the big transfer budgets. Um, the first few years, they're they you know they try to be quite frugal. Obviously, I kind of worked around that, paying everything on the never never that that second season. But um, there's not always money ready available when someone you know when someone gets transfer listed or someone becomes unhappy at a club. So. Um, it's only really now that we could probably start splashing the cash. So, obviously, it's very tough managing Villa. You know, doing anything with Villa, Europeanly uh, in in Europe would be an absolute feat, Curry. So, uh, don't take it take it to heart. Uh, take it to to heart because it's a really difficult thing. But what's your? You know, you say you started very difficult, uh, very poorly this year. Um, are we expecting? to be challenging for the four trophies or are we kind of just consolidating everything and then going again next year? Well, the thing is, I, 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 I've I only added to the squad this year, so I was kind of hoping for a better start. Um, I'm not asked about four all four trophies. There's two that I want, which is the league title and the Champions League. The rest I'm not asked about. I've already won a Carabao Cup. Yes, the FA Cup's great, you know, and it'd be nice to win, but it's, not, it's certainly not the focus. Um, but it's bit, like I say, it's been four years like obviously in game but also in real life where i haven't won the premier league or the champions league and it's uh it's doing my head in now in the past you've had a bit of a history of getting like itchy feet with saves when you've sort of got to this sort of point 
how much longer do you think you're going to be at Villa 4? I'm committed to this save <laughs> until the transfer update, I think. I don't think I don't think there's any point starting a new save until uh until that's done. So what's that? That'll be March, right? So I'm yeah. I'm 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 in this until until March sometime. However many seasons however how many seasons I get out of that I don't know. But um I really like I, with AZ last year, we were dominant domestically, but literally I think we got to one Champions League semi final. Like I feel like I've got a better chance in the Champions League with this squad. So um, we're going to ride it out and see see how close we can get. Nice. <laughs> Jazz club. Good luck. Great. <laughs> is that going to be a thing now? I'm going to make it a thing. That's I a thing. Care. It's a thing. <laughs> Just like Wonder Kids. Uh, well, thank you very much for the, the update, Kurt Dizzle. I, I look forward to seeing whether you can or well, cannot I'm sure, achieve your... I'm sure I used to be good at Football Manager. I'm sure at one point I was. The game's moved on. Game, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a fucking dinosaur now. You're getting good... No, to be fair, with Villa, though, you're getting good league positions and finishes, especially as you've not really broke the bank massively, to be fair. And you bet your hub in the network, so... so. Uh, and that's the most important thing. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's one of the best things about Tosin's lone move to Blackburn uh, last season, or season before last, was the, the chant... It was class. I was scared well, when I said it, and you were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, well, what have I said wrong here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> talking about PA. Nobody should talk about Tosin PA, let's be honest. Tosin <laughs> Class. Yeah, he does have Tosin on his shirt now to help football commentators. Uh, possibly. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> it's back. Uh, sorry, just definitely. It's, uh, it's back, that's right. Uh, season one of 2021's FM Streamer Showdown, Football Manager Streamer Showdown, is back this weekend after a, a brief hiatus. Uh, we'll be starting live on Thursday the 28th for the draft. Then we'll be in for the league action on the Saturday the 30th, with Sunday the 31st being the playoff for the elimination and then the knockout rounds. So by now, you'll hopefully have heard who's involved. And if it hasn't been released, which I think they have by the time this is sort of being recorded... Um, you probably listened to me talk about this bit. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so what we can officially reveal, which has hopefully already been revealed, uh, or else Ben will be telling me off and probably everyone else off as well. Anyway, uh, so we're going to have a reigning champion, Mr. Second Yellow Card. So he's, he was the first invite in the post or out in the post just before Christmas. Uh, we've got Fox in the Box making a return, seeing if he can be triumphant this time as opposed to... Uh, Less triumphant. <laughs> uh, work the space again. Not exactly had the most stellar of performances. Tom FM, another former champion. Clates, former league winner, or past league winner. Doctor Benji is uh, hopefully going to break his duck and finally win one, but unlikely. Uh, Zealand is returning. Lelujo is also returning, and we have new boy as well. Uh, new blood. Chesnoid is in there. So yeah, we no no official. Uh, FM or we stream FM representation in the competition, but three of us have been promoted to hosting duties on the on the lowdown. So we thought, let's have a, a preemptive look over the competition before a player has even been drafted, a ball has even been kicked, um, and assess what we assume are there are strengths and weaknesses, and what we've learned from previous showdowns, and what advice we would give this time around. So let's get into it, shall we, gentlemen? Uh, so we have Curti, Dave and Dupe are all on lowdown duty this time. We are also sponsored by KFC as well. Well, the lowdown is sponsored yep. by KFC. So chicken puns will be a plenty, I'm quite sure. Um, early thoughts. Dupe, we'll go to you first. Yeah, just really quickly, as you mentioned his name previously in the lineup, I think uh, a big shout out to Mr. Clates this week, getting his partnership as well. Uh, news within the community. Um, just, just as a, a quick one. Uh, second one is I have been writing a list and I've been checking it twice. Uh, my chicken puns are going to be, they're going to be absolutely on fire this time. Um, not that they weren't last time. I thought you were going for um, like chicken and be zingers. Them, uh... yeah. Um, yeah. what, why would they? Oh, well, let me just write that one down. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to wing it like I did last time. Um, and I'm going to absolutely, we're going to nail it. We're going to absolutely nail it with the chicken puns. It's going to be great. 
I love um, how you I focus on chicken puns rather than like actual draft <coughs> picks and you know you clock off, dude. We, we did set a we did set a thigh standard last time. Oh, we did. Dear Lord. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm hoping I get Zealand uh, games just so we can do a bit of American football commentary. Um, that was the best getting... bit. That was the best bit. <laughs> I'm actually getting into my um, my ice hockey and my basketball, so you never know. We could have uh, we could have some slam dunks and some some fights going on. Um, but draft picks. Let's go into the serious thing now. Um, I don't think you've explained what the rules are, Matt. So what what what's the the restrictions this year? This, the this restrictions. Season? What? This, I mean, we're all used to restrictions at this point. I guess. Yeah. What tier <laughs> system are we in, Matt? <laughs> um, I would have to invent a new one, I think. No. So, uh, for for the stipulations this time, it's it's fairly bog standard from what I can reveal to you at the moment. Anyway, so we are just doing uh, because it's a new it's a new game, it's a new database. Top five European leagues. So that's the the Premier League, Bundesliga, uh, La Liga, League One, and <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the one I missed? Syria. <laughs> Syria. Syria, thank you. Syria. I was too busy making my grunting noises and pretending to be French. Uh, so, so yeah, no, no, it's no fancy stuff. It's just bog standard top five and a £500 million-ish budget. Thanks, SI. The thing is, is um, this, this it's, it's all new. I know we've had as many as we had last, last season, but... This season is the, the prices are different. The players are different. I know they're the same players, but the attributes and they're not the same players. So I would normally sit here and say, "Well, let's let's no restrictions." Van Dyke, he's, he's been an absolute <laughs> tower for everybody else. He's got to be first pick. But without actually going into this and looking into it properly, first pick could be tough, and it could be a strange pick. It it's, really could. It's amazing that you haven't looked yet. Considering I have it's looked. part of your job. I have looked. Let me so, load it up. <laughs> so yeah, we, so we obviously have the sort of changes in player values and then potential adjustments in attributes. I'm going to start off. So we'll go round the room. We'll start off with Curti first and work through. Out of the current, I'm not going to say roster. Out of the current <laughs> selection of competitors, who would you say is your favourite? Without Without anything in mind, just 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 so we get this in early, so we can ridicule you when you get it massively wrong. Um, well, I, I can tell you who isn't my favourite, uh, which would be uh, Foxy, who oh. has had a shocking record so far. Um, hopefully, he'll redeem himself. You know, he's doing some good uh, sort of tutorial content, and he needs, but he needs a, a, a decent performance in the showdown to back it up. I think. Um, my favourite, and I think he has slowly, he's quite, sort of quietly gone about his business in the last few. Obviously got to the final last time. Kind of blew it, actually. Um, and he won't want to have that feeling again. I think Clates could be a shout. I think he's going to do his homework. Um, and like I say, that, that defeat in the final last time won't, he won't want to replicate that. He'll want to make sure he goes home with the trophy this time. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to pump for uh, Crabman Clakes. Crabman Clakes. Yikes. David. I think Clakes bottled the semis last time, and then it was he got <laughs> to the semis. Yeah, so. yeah. I remember <laughs> no, he bottled it. No, because he was yeah because he had like all the the legends, didn't he? And he got he bottled the semis um, and got to the final, but. I was gonna say Clates as well, um, only because I think he's gonna. I think whoever gets the set piece is bang on, because I think it's this time, this first tournament is gonna show. You know, last year it was all about the long throws, wasn't it? This year, the first tournament, it'll be interesting to see if anyone's got much set up in regards to corners and throw-ins, because I think that just gives you that extra edge. Um, I think Clates will have that set up, and I've got a feeling that he's. Um, that he's going to have a good tactic in place as well. I reckon he might use the balls tactic. I've got a feeling. So uh, you've, got to be, you've got to be vigilant with the overuse of your actual tactic. I think. Yeah. Make sure that people aren't actually using that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be interesting to see how people set up. But I think Clates is an early favourite. Uh, but like I say, whoever sets up, it'll be interesting to see how Chesnoy gets on as well. Because I remember the, the new boys like uh, James Alcott came in last year. 
and he had none of that side really set up the first time round, and he was just taken aback by it all. So um, it'll be interesting to see how Chesnoy gets on as well. Dupe. Well, obviously, with, with Chesnoy being in, it's the reason why Dave's not in, because he can't play against a FIFA player, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's... Go to the well with these ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one. It really is. I'm, I'm not going to go close because everyone else has. Um, and he says about he's going to do his own work. I don't think teachers do own work. They set it, Curtis, so that's wrong. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go for the boy across the pond. Um, and I'm going to go for Zealand. Um, reason being is his mum scares me a little bit. Um, and secondly, I think that he, he's he got a lot to show this year. And I think, I think with, again, with all of his instructional videos, I feel he, he's got something that he, he's going to painstakingly go through it. And I think he's normally a, a bit of a trailblazer. And I think, Everyone's going to follow suit season two against for him and use his system. So I think he's going to be the one. Uh, teachers do set homework deep, but there's been such a crossover with Clayton. And he's obviously obsessed with streaming that he tweeted the other day that he called it class chat. So uh, we know where his head is. Hashtag pro. Mm. Joseph, you've, you are probably the best assessor of football manager talent. Uh <laughs> Well, <laughs> part of me, part of me thinks there's somebody and I can't remember his name, so apologies for that. But in Clates' stream, and I, I probably call him in Clates' team, that does a, a hell of a lot of research into to- the database. Toby, is Toby it, is it Toby Laroni? Um, yeah. Literally just dropping stat bombs absolutely everywhere, isn't he? So I'm wondering what research they would have done prior to this. And as you say, he's done, re- he's done really well. He's kind of riding the uh, riding a bit of a wave at the moment, so he's definitely a favourite. But I, I, I can't look behind fucking Kevy five times. Every time I've said that he's, he's going to come bottom, he wins it. So if I say he's going to win it, ta-da, mate! <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll see whether that's true. Now, obviously, we have a, a new game to deal with uh, differences. And this will be, I guess, the first proper time. I know a couple of you have used sort of draft mode, but draft mode isn't the main game. So it's a fresh experience facing off in a a non-AI world. Obviously, there are certain elements that we can't avoid, but this is a first player v. player time with FM21. Like, this is the breaking new ground, I guess. So I wonder how many might get caught out. Yeah, but that's the thing. You think number 10s work and crossing works. So that's something last year that you never had. So is that going to change a complete dynamic with the type of player that's going to be picked? Yeah, yeah I'd say that, it, it, that you've got how effective a set piece is going to be or the types of set pieces. I think it, it could be... Very, like, I remember the, the first streamer showdown uh, last well, last year, which is weird to say that now, but it was uh, a, a learning process for everyone. And so it will be interesting to see how quickly people get caught up if there is some one person that runs ahead and also how they uh, they attempt to... like Dave ran away the league and then bottled it in the, in the knockout stages. Mm-hmm. It will be interesting to see whether we get that same thing happen this time around. Obviously, it's the, the, same, the league is set up the same. We still have the nine teams. We still have the the elimination playoff and then the knockouts. We've tried to eliminate anything that we've perceived to give someone an advantage. So training is is uh, you can't you can't have higher coaching staff. You're giving coaching staff. Uh, we've tried to balance out the home and away advantage and by having neutral stadiums in in the league stage. And then when you get to the knockouts, that's when the home and away advantage. So it adds a different dynamic, but you know, you ha- you have an equal chance to to play that card. Um, it will just be, I think, very interesting. But, Curtis, I'll let you. No, I was just gonna, just gonna say, I think you're right. Like, I think those first, that first season, especially. Um, obviously, I, I took part in it, and it was it was a learning curve in the sense that you kind of you know, like I I went into it with a with a, a tactic that I'd been using against the AI, which was proven to be relatively successful. Um, but it, the the game, when it's player versus player, it's just completely different. And so you, you had a pretty horrendous record. You were 
had seven games without winning and lost six in a row. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, I, I started, I think, with a win against Foxy uh, and then maybe drew against someone and then didn't win another game. Um, figured out that that's just a gimme, isn't it? A win against Foxy. Exactly. So basically <laughs> I beat no one, really. Um, so, uh, you know, this is why I'm always sceptical about new boys. And obviously, Ma- you know, Manny proved us wrong. Uh, I think was it season four. Um, Manny proved us wrong. But in general, I'd, I'd, I'd just rule out new players because I think you need you need one under your belt at least one under your belt to to kind of get a grasp on on what everyone's doing and obviously you know as Dave mentioned last year like long throws by the end everyone's just pretty much there or thereabouts got the same long throw tactic um, because that was the done thing and if you weren't doing that you were costing yourself you know potential goals scored so um, yeah, I th- with, with the dynamic of a new game, like Joe says, obviously number 10s work, crossing works, set pieces still seem to be pretty strong. Um, it's going to be really, really interesting to see how, how players set up and how quickly someone like Chez, who obviously is an experienced FM player, um, how quickly he can he can switch onto it. I think that's the that's the big difference. And I think... Uh, you've all a few of you have backed Clates uh, at least early on, and he he has improved with each performance. Obviously, he's he's picked up on what's worked, and what hasn't. It'll be interesting to see how Ches, as Curti said, sort of adapts to uh, to the difference in playing versus AI versus playing humans. Uh, we'll go through sort of, but now the obviously the the. Values for the drafts have changed, and there are some players who are not going to be in the same leagues, or at least are in different teams. Does that alter how you would approach things drastically? Because obviously, some people may have sort of had people have been in multiple showdowns for FM20. Do you think that's going to drastically change the way they're going to approach the draft? Bear in mind, it's also a, a relatively vanilla approach this time, whereas we've had quite a lot of stipulations towards the end of the, or well, at least in the later seasons of the streamer showdown for FM20. Do you think it's almost like I've kind of forgotten how to draft basic? I think I think one thing that I think is going to happen, which is going to screw people over, is latter parts of the draft when they're scrolling through, scrolling through, trying to find a player for a certain role for a certain price they're going to see a player's name and go oh he did well for me season four or he did well for me last year in the game in that role i'm going to pick him and that could really bite him in the back by just maybe not doing the full amount of research you know kind of herbing it um and just kind of going with the flow and and i think that could be a really big problem where like for example edison cavani up top for ben last year he was tremendous um but is he going to be the same player this year it, it's a good chance for everyone really to, yeah, you'll do your preparation. But I think if you've gone quite niche with some of your picks, I think you won't be disappointed because there's so many players available. Obviously, in season two, three and four, um, carrying on, you know, there might there might be some when they they limit the leagues and so on, and it makes it more difficult. I think that's when it's going to get interesting. But there's so many players available. I'm quite intrigued to see how everybody sets up and and does so like i guess an extension to the sort of the question whether it changes your your drafting uh approach is that the players have changed even if the attributes haven't changed changed drastically i think one player in particular was like uh, that i thought of was harland he's yeah. had a bit of a bump in his attributes but then his attributes weren't bad in FM20. It's just he never, never, never really did a lot well, for anyone. Same with Ronaldo and Messi, though. Like they were so hot and cold throughout. So it's going to be interesting to see if people, like obviously the people that have been in it a lot, steer clear of them. So it'll be like, and, and Ches might come in and think, so why is Neymar, Ronaldo, Messi all still available? And he might jump at the chance of that. So we don't know with FM twenty one, you know, this might favour the 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 more quality players, you know, uh, overall. But there's going to be there's so many players out there, and I've not really sort of looked into it just yet. It'll be interesting to see who the bargains are as well, because there were some serious players for sort of fifteen million last year, which were unbelievable squad players. No, I I think that's 
it's a, a fresh perspective for everyone. I just wonder if it'll hoodwink some into thinking, well, he was great last year and then he turns out to be garbage and vice versa. I think it could ca- catch any or everyone a bit unawares, even if, let's say, if you're basing your decision on purely on attributes, which you are um, for the draft, when it comes to in-game, we are playing on the full game. So there are a lot more things that can affect a, an individual's performance versus what, what it would in draft mode. So I think that that's the... The extra layer of com- complexity. Just quickly back on the players. Do you think Lewandowski is going to kind of be a, a different player this time round? Because nobody's got really him. had him firing, have they? No. Uh, Dan Dan got him got him firing actually quite well, I think, by the end. But he's the Dan was the only one out of. I think he he was drafted about five times, and no one got him scoring, apart from Dan. Mm. Be interesting to see if anyone uh, takes a punt. I think it's. I think it could be any of the big players, and then it's also finding those bargain picks as well, which is the one. They're they're the commodities that I think they're, and also who, like second yellow card, reigning champion had, uh, Bellarabi who he drafted in loads of his teams and the because he well, performed. Yeah, yeah. Hidaki, uh, Frank. Frankie Dion yeah. when he was available as well. He had his favourites and he would draft them every time he could, if he could. So it'll be interesting to see whether they make returns or whether other people poach them before they get a chance, a bit of gamesmanship, or whether the uh, <laughs> whether they want to start afresh as well. I think it's going to be interesting all the way around. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good one. I think we're gonna have some fun on the lowdown as well, boys. <laughs> have we mentioned the lowdown channel on the pod before? The lowdown channel. Well, we, yeah. I don't. I don't. Maybe we haven't. Maybe we have. Who knows? Now's the time. Now is the time. Yes. Nerd phonic. No shit. That's wrong. <laughs> it's one true nerd. So, oh no. True <laughs> nerd. No, no more now. I can't remember the Twitch.tv/slash FM streamer showdown. There we go. Curtis doing the, the the job he should be doing. Marvelous. So yeah, you can uh, make sure you if you haven't already done so, make sure you are following that channel. There will be a link in the description, but it's not too difficult to find it if you are familiar with Twitch. And if you're not, then you should be. It's the best way to capture all of the action throughout the entire weekend and the draft day on Thursday. So if you haven't watched a streamer showdown before, check out the lowdown as well as checking out all the all of the participants this time round as well. And uh, we we do strive to make it bigger and better every time. That is what she wished we said. And mm. this this time, I I genuinely think we are getting closer to the place where we would like to be at. But I think when everyone has like end goals, I, I wish we could do this. I wish we could do that. Um, I think we are sort of closing in on that now i think each time round we've done this something's been improved there's been it's been incremental i think this time we've sort of it's a new game we want to go start with a bang and then go on as we mean to go on so yep you can catch curti who is on hosting duties for the lowdown and then with panelists dupe and dave and they were also joined by sweet left foot and uh Amiga Luke as well. So great panel. Uh, it'll be great fun. So make sure you join in there. Anyway, that's Plugs City done for for that section. I'm sure you're glad to. <laughs> I'm sure that's a plug like or a really pop. bad section. <laughs> Surely it's a really uh, no. We won't go there. <laughs> um, Same. Before before we move on to quizzicals, uh, any last minute advice for any of our competitors? From anyone, or are you just going to say going cold and just screw have you set pieces set up and make sure you do your defensive set pieces as well. Yeah. Prepare to fail, yeah. no, fail to prepare, prepare to fail, <laughs> just prepare to fail. Just prepare to fail. <laughs> yeah, that was about one was for you, Foxy. <laughs> Marvelous, right? Okay, it's only cool. a game, let's just remember that. It's yeah. only and it's all bent, yeah. yeah, it's just fun, it's just fun and fun and crack. Have a laugh. Yeah. If, you, if you lose, we don't want to see you again. Yeah, if you start losing, if you start absolutely having a car crash during the league, just order a kebab and you'll just have a comedy stream. <laughs> Your meat, baby. Your meat, baby. Absolutely. 
Jack does love a bit of meat, to be fair. As long as it comes wrapped in bread, he's, he'll have his gob around does. it. Anyway, right, <laughs> quiz time for us all. Kurt Dizzle, take it away, sunshine. Curtis Quiz! Thank you very much. Well, obviously, the big news this week all revolves around the streamer showdown. Uh, but it's not the only large piece of news from the past seven days. Uh, there was the, the small event that was the inauguration of a new president in America. Fuck yeah. Um, so this week's quiz is all about U.S. soccer. Brian likes this. Um, I've broken <laughs> it down into three parts, so we have 15 questions in total. Ooh. Uh, but apart from that, usual rules apply. First to buzz in as the opportunity to answer. Yada, yada, yada. No Vikings big three, general. Big three quarters here, boys. Big three quarters here. <laughs> exactly. I was going for periods, actually. Yeah. So first round is all I need you to do is tell me where these US soccer teams are located from their nickname. Okay. States. Or <laughs> America. <laughs> America will not be accepted. So, all right. Question number one. Oh, nickname Happy number Debbie. one. Whitecaps. <laughs> Dupe. Dupe. Oh, Vancouver. Correct. Nice, easy start. Number two. Eleven. Dave. Oh. Dave. Oh, Indiana. I think I got that. Uh, I need you to be a bit more specific than that, Dave. Uh, I, I don't know. Pass. Joe. Joe. Indianapolis. Indianapolis is correct. Oh, same thing. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. Uh, number three, Dynamo. Joe. Duke. Ah. <clears throat> oh. Houston. Is oh. correct. God, I went blank. Number four, Rowdies. Joe. Nerd. Nerd. Tampa. Tampa is correct. Number five, Earthquakes. Dope. Dupe. San Jose. San Jose. We had a view of their stadium, Dupe, when we stayed. San Jose. You do go to I, San Jose? I, I don't remember, mate. I was uh, drunk. Okay. <laughs> you did it. I was tied up in the bedroom. I didn't see anything outside the, outside the, outside the flat, mate. Uh, Just going right. to go and reboot my boot in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so next part of the quiz is I need you to name these US players that have played in the Premier League based on their Premier League club history. Okay? So I'll read out the club and the years that were at that club, you just need to tell me who they refer to. Number one, 96 to 99, Leicester. 2001 to 2005... Nerd. Nerd. Casey Keller. Correct. Casey Keller. Number two. 2002 to 2009, Reading. Dave. Dave. Marcus Hanneman. Correct. 2003 to 2006, Manchester United. Dave. Dave. Tim Howard. Incorrect. Oh... 05 06 oh, nice. season. Joe. Joe. Oh, are you going to say what's there, you? I can picture him. Jonathan Spector. Correct. Oh, there you go. Good well played. Well played. Canadian. <laughs> Number four. 2001 to 2003. Sunderland. Oh, Joe. Joe. Oh, it's too early. Josie out the door, I was going to say, but I know who it is. 2003 to 2007, Man City. Come on, boys. Oh. He's some place for Borussia Dortmund. Go. Dave. Dave. Oh. Rainer. Oh, he's bottled that. <laughs> you, can't, you can't give Nerd. him that. You can't Nerd. give him that. First name, Dave. I'll give you an opportunity. Otherwise, I'm going to pass okay. it on. <laughs> Mister. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Giovanni. Ah. No. Nerd. Nerd. Claudio Reyna. Claudio oh. Reyna is correct. I, I said. couldn't stop my mouth um, yeah. from saying Josie out. 
2003 on loan, Everton. Joe. Joe. Oh, it's too early, isn't it? But I've done it again. Landon Donovan, who's, who's who I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. That was later on. 2004 to 2008, Fulham. Dupe. Dupe. Oh, oh. Dupe. No, shit. Dupe. No. No. Michael Bradley. I don't fucking know. It's just... <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> no, it's an American name. <laughs> uh, they were the only two clubs he played for. Uh, Dave. Oh, that's close. Nerd. nerd. Is it Brian McBride? It is. <sighs> I didn't know See, about McBride, but there's one of the players. Yeah. It is. Right. So Damn. going into the last section, we have Dave on one point, Joe on two, Dupe on three, and Nerd on four. Right. So all to play for. Nerd. Come on, boys. Right. This is just a general knowledge kind of US soccer quiz. So uh, this last part. So first to buzz in, which West Coast team have won the MLS Cup twice in the last five years? Dave. Dave. LAFC. Incorrect. Same. North <laughs> Northwest. Same. Same. <laughs> no. Joe. Seattle Sounders. Correct. Oh, fuck, how is he going to say something? I just don't know what West Coast is. I don't know. Never heard of Wheatmap. I know that much. Where places are. Right, second question. Jermaine Defoe had a successful spell with which MLS side? Dave. Toronto. Correct. Toronto what, Dave? FC. Correct. (laughs) Same. Tough on this. Between 2013 and 2019, Bradley Wright Phillips scored 108 MLS goals in 195 games, playing for which? Dave Dave Dupe. New York Red Bulls. Correct. I think we all knew that was the answer, but we wanted to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wait, wait, wait for the shaft. Yeah. Right, geography now. New President Joe Biden is from a place called Wilmington in Delaware, located on the east coast of the US. Can you tell me the nearest MLS team to Wilmington? If anyone gets this, I'm not, you know... <laughs> Goop. <laughs> I'll just put my hands up here so I don't get any accused in case, in case I get it. Genuinely no clue. Where'd you say it was? North Delaware. It's Delaware. Dave. Dave. Delaware dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It's not a team in Delaware. Oh. Sorry. I've just have to mute all of that. I just coughed. <laughs> that really took me by surprise. Oh. Um, Delaware dinos. Are we going to pass? I'll have a guess, no. Joe. No. Go, go on, Joe. Houston Dynamo? No. Dupe? Dupe. Philadelphia Union? Correct. No! <laughs> Mate, that's, that's my team. I just... Correct. <laughs> I, 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 oh, my word. That's pure luck. Uh, Philadelphia <laughs> Union is the closest. Uh, DC, wow. DC United, or Washington, as they've been called on this pod before. Yeah. How, far, how far is oh, I'm not the way up? Um, it was it's, it's Wilmington is really close to Philadelphia. Oh, I would thought. What I about thought, the Delaware Dinos? Are they they pretty close? It's, they, they're, I think they're, 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 it's kind of adjacent <laughs> to uh, a couple of years away. It's, a, it's adjacent to Washington DC, so it's I love oh. Curtis sangbagging of Dave's Delaware Dinosaurs comedy, yeah, just completely no, ignoring no, it. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> put some respect on the MLS. Yeah, minus one point. <laughs> All right, last one, last question. Um, still, in fact, I, I really don't want this to be a tie because I haven't done a tiebreaker. Uh, I got a tie here, okay. <laughs> which team? <laughs> which team currently play at the Dignity Health Sports Park, formerly known as the Home Depot Center? Joe. Dupe. Joe. La Galaxy. Correct. He's done that because it would have been a tie break if I got it right. <laughs> right. Uh, in reverse order, we have in fourth place, 
Dave has a party, two points. I'm sure you minus one off there for the dinos. Joint second on four points apiece. We have Friday Night FM and Nerdphonic. Oh! And the winner with five points. The dupe saved it. With a guess. With a guess. (laughs) I went for for what I know, my boys. FM dupe. Good comeback. That would be a great save. That'd be a great FM save on Twitch, wouldn't they? In about three to four weeks. Same. What's their um, What's their chant? Weirdos. Stupid name. Yikes. Well, Curti, thank you very much for the quiz. You fucked me with the geography there, but never mind. I was hoping for a Roy Wergley, or how are you supposed to pronounce his surname question? Do you know what? I had Roy Wergley in the list of players, and I was like, no, no one's going to get that. No I would have got Kobe Jones Roy. and Roy Wergley. Yeah, played thing, for Blackburn for a Kobe while. Kobe Jones only played for Coventry, didn't he? So, yeah. I thought we'd been having Owen Ottisawi in there as well. Disappointing. <laughs> I went oh, for players that had played for multiple, multiple yeah. clubs. Sad times. Anyway, uh, that does bring episode 179 to a close. You can find the links for each of us, the five star, five star, five star pod Twitter account, and we stream a fed. Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting westreamfilm.com. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most of the popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, Bye. folks. Up the wife. <laughs>